Welcome back, fishers, to FishCast, the ramblings and musings of a 21st century Christian trying to live like a first century Christian. As always, I think I've got an interesting discussion for you today, so let's get on with the journey. All right, everyone, as much as possible, I want to highlight on a regular basis believers who are consistently living out their faith. As always, I think it's an encouragement uh, to you, and I know it is to me, uh, as we continue on this pilgrimage to the promised land. By the way, as an aside, uh, another great encouragement that I've had on my journey uh, is reading biographies of the saints who have come before us. I came across, probably about three months ago, uh, a great book that I've really enjoyed reading, and it's called 50 People Every Christian Should Know, Learning from the Spiritual Giants of the Faith by Warren Wisby. Uh, The book is really easy to read. The biographies are simple, uh, probably anywhere from 10 to 15 minute overviews, uh, but it gives you a great snapshot of godly men and women that I am sure will inspire you and edify you. All right, so on to our discussion today. Earlier this week, I came across an article on CBM, uh, or sorry, CBN, uh, about A.C. Burleson. A.C. is a gentleman from South Carolina, and he's in the process, get this, of carrying a cross to the Grand Canyon. He's, yes, that is right. He is literally carrying a cross on his back from South Carolina to the Grand Canyon, which I'm sure you all know is in Arizona. So that is literally across the United States. My initial reaction was, this is pretty amazing, but maybe this guy's a little crazy. Uh, But I went on, obviously, to read the article, and uh, this is where it gets really interesting. He says that this is exactly what God has called him to do. In the article, AC says, when I got saved, God called me out to be a walking memorial for, for him. He also says he'd do anything to help get God's word out. Uh, That's a pretty cool testimony. And uh, as someone who has consistently struggled with identifying and walking in uh, what God is calling uh, him to do, I love the fact that he so clearly understands where God is leading him uh, on this journey we call life. Secondly, just look at what he's doing. I mean, this is surrendering your life in complete obedience, and it's just mind-blowing to me. He heard the call, and he decided to step out in faith. Now, I'm not sure if he was concerned about being ridiculed, but I got to think it was probably somewhere in his mind, uh, but it didn't let him bother him. And I think that's one of the things that's just so awesome. Uh, The other thing I noticed in the article uh, was that he started small. Where he started on carrying this cross wasn't immediately to step out and take this journey from South Carolina to the Grand Canyon, but he started locally where he was, and he started going just from town to town and slowly built up to this significant journey as God patiently and kindly guided him along the way. There's a third point that I think is really interesting in reading this article, uh, and if I forgot to mention, it's on the CBN website. If you if you get a chance to look at it, it's pretty cool. Just a really high level overview. But anyways, uh, back to our discussion. Uh, the third thing I took away from this is uh, who the real hero is in in this journey. And I've got to say, I think it's his family. Uh, the article states that they are actively encouraging him to walk. And I think that this is so awesome. 
because I'm confident, or at least I'm 99.9% confident, uh, that there are uh, so many Christians out there who start to step out in obedience and don't get that same encouragement. And for the strong ones, they continue on. Uh, but my fear and my worry is that for others, uh, they pull back uh, because that it, they don't get that encouragement and the ridicule is just uh, too much for them to bear. So uh, my feeling is that the family are the ones that are the real heroes here in stepping out and following behind their husband and giving him the opportunity to follow God. The whole family, quite frankly, is awesome. So we just touched on three major takeaways I had uh, as I read through this article initially. Um, finally, I want to touch on just one other point. Um, it's interesting that God is bringing about um, uh, some amazing changes uh, because of the result of this one man's obedience. And he touches on, uh, there are a couple incidents that, that come up in the article, but one in particular that I just thought was uh, amazing, so I want to touch on here. He says, one day as he was walking down the street, a lady drove past him during one of these walks and immediately cut him off. He's thinking to himself, okay, you know, what's going on here? He says, she came out crying uh, of the car, and as AC was trying to figure out what to say or what was going on, she just kind of blurted out, uh, I was one block away from killing myself, and you stopped me. I, I, and he's just taken back, and quite frankly, I'm just taken back, even uh, at, at thinking about this today. Um, it's just crazy. Now, uh, of course, uh, we know that it wasn't AC that stopped her uh, from uh, continuing on with that decision to take her own life, but it was God using AC in order to draw that woman to him. And, and it's amazing um, how our God can use even the simplest step in obedience to make dramatic changes in someone else's life. Um, I think there are also a couple other things uh, that may get missed in this article, which I, I really do want to point out. So first, uh, as I kind of touched on already, I, I want us to look at how simple God's calling was on AC's life. He didn't need a seminary degree or any advanced education. All he needed to know was that he needed to walk and that he was going to carry a cross. It's amazing how simple this calling is from God. It isn't complicated. And I'm reminded of Jesus's words in Matthew 11, where he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Wow, what an awesome God that we serve. And how wonderful it is to know that when God calls us to do something, he isn't calling us to do something beyond our ability and we've all, I've all, uh, often heard it said that the man that God calls is the man that God will prepare for what he's looking to do. What a great encouragement. All right. Secondly, this is a man who has sacrificed much to obey this calling in his life. 
I can hear you say, well, what do you mean? You didn't touch about any of the other sacrifices. And in fact, when you read the article, if you do, uh, again, at CBN, um, you won't see a discussion on what sacrifices he gave up. Um, but we all know that there is a cost of making one decision over other available alternatives. Economists call this cost opportunity. So what is he choosing? Uh, or I should say, what is he giving up by what he's choosing to do and carrying this cross? Well, I think the first and probably the most obvious thing is that he sacrificed his time by doing these little journeys. He's probably given up weekends. I know for certain he's given up rest and leisure. Um, all the things that it's really easy for us to take for granted, or conversely, really easy, really difficult for us to want to give up. I'm also assuming in some capacity that he's supporting his family. So there's a financial sacrifice as well. Well, he's carrying this cross. He's not able to work. He's not able to provide for his family. But what a great God that we know. He always cares for us and always takes uh, always provides. Uh, thirdly, he sacrifices comfort. I'm sure walking during those long, hot days can be challenging. Or conversely, walking through the rain and the cold. Very few of the days will he actually have that are going to be perfect for walking and pulling a cross on his back. So you know, just going through this, that he's got to learn to be content with what God has provided. And fourthly, we know that he's also sacrificed pleasure. He, as I mentioned before, he's not resting. He doesn't have leisure time. He's not uh, watching TV. He's not playing on his phone. I know many of us waste time by playing on our phones. Um, and he's not indulging whatever favorite hobby he has, whether it be something good, which could be spending time with his family, it could be gardening, it could be something creative. Uh, he isn't doing those things. And so he's sacrificing so much to God in order to obey this calling. And I thought it was important to specifically call that out because I think in reading the article, you can miss these things that he's giving up um, uh, to, to continue to pursue God. All right. So I'm not sure what God might be stirring in your own heart uh, at this point and thinking through this brief overview, uh, but I want to encourage you to step out in faith. And I want you to realize uh, that obedience to God starts with taking the first step. But I also want to provide a word of encouragement for you. Don't become discouraged if that first step is small. It doesn't need to be large or some glorious beginning. Zechariah 4.10 says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. So, Fishers, you're never going to know where that first step is going to take you. But be confident in taking the first step, because you've got a Lord and a, and a Father that cares for you. So, back to AC. Um, this is a man that is clearly pressing on to the sacrifice life. And if you recall, uh, in the last podcast that I had, I, I touched on those three types of people uh, that we come across uh, in this world. You've got the natural man, you've got the carnal Christian, 
and you've got the Christian living the sacrifice life. So AC is one of those people who is pressing on to the sacrifice life. Step by step, he's getting closer to the promised land, to our Canaan, while living in obedience and faith to Jesus our Lord. And you might be saying right now, well, that's great for him, but there's no way I could do that, or I'm not even really sure what I'm called to do. Well, next time on the podcast, I want to touch on what I consider to be some critical components of the Christian life. And I want to discuss some tools that I think, not not that I think, that I know will help you on this pilgrimage and uh, pressing on to the sacrifice life. So everyone, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion. I hope you got some encouragement and some inspiration out of it. And I want to encourage you to keep fishing. Have a great day.